0: Hello. No, 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 no. And welcome. I'm not doing this. No, I, I, I'm done. Artemis, where, where, where are you going? Come on. No, 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 no. Do do it without me. I'm Bartleby Nehi, and this is my brother, Artemis. No, no, it's not. And we're the Kinetic Paranormal Society. Come come on, come on. No, no, no. Come on, Artemis. Tell him. We're a pair of socks and a magic wardrobe, traveling through time and space, investigating the supernatural. It's your podcast. You'll have to do it without me. Um. You're listening to MetaCosmos. Oh man, Artemis? Artemis? I don't think he's coming out, Pete. Oh. Oh man. Oh,
1: thank you for having me on today.
0: Oh, my pleasure. Sorry Artemis bailed on us, but let's not dwell on that. Let me give you a proper introduction instead. And now, on MetaCosmos, let's give a big welcome to our guest of the week, Pete Nelson creator of the paranormal open mic hello hey pete how you doing Uh,
1: I'm, i'm excited bartleby this is uh this is just like some of the most cool relevant stuff uh that i've gotten into recently i just really appreciate you having me on your show and uh i can't wait to talk about everything paranormal it's been a huge thing for me lately
0: yeah like was it less big for you before did it recently become huge for you?
1: Um, You know, I'd say about uh, for like at least six, seven months since S- I started. Yeah. S- so you're
0: only just dipping into the pond now. You're like, let's get paranormal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I've always loved aliens, you know. And always then, loved aliens? So that was my little
0: doorway that's into. The, that's your gateway into answers that can't be supported. Yes. Yeah. I love that phrase. For, for you, it's aliens. But in my line of work, I lean towards fairies. But fairies is just, like, a catchphrase because, like, what am I? Like, uh, I don't think I necessarily say, oh, I'm a fairy. No, I'm a sock.
1: You're a sock. Yeah, yeah.
0: But for <laughs> me, I think aliens and fairies could be, like, the same thing depending on who's looking at them because we all have perception filters.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. That, yeah. that lens in which uh, we view stuff um, can definitely, I mean, that's our first step. In the direction of analysis is just the lens in which we view things. And so, I mean, like,
0: if you're wearing sunglasses, it's going to tint what you're seeing. And like your your heart and your soul is like a pair of sunglasses on your perception. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. So like back before we had like the, the proper sciences, everyone's like, I got abducted by fairies. Yeah, Because that's the only thing that made sense. And now that we have proper sciences, we're like, it must have been scientists from space.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) What else could it be but scientists? Because I don't understand science. Yeah. That's what what they're saying when you do that. You're like, I don't get science, so must have been scientists.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, a big thing for uh, the paranormal open mic that I do is we invite skeptics out. And then that's always
0: uh, where that angle comes from. Oh, skeptics are so fun. Yeah, they're the best because they actually ask the questions. I'm like, hey, callers, hey, listeners, bring me some questions, and those skeptics are like, <laughs> well, I got some questions for you. Yeah, and they're great
1: sock deniers. I, what was
0: your most recent skeptic?
1: Um, I know this guy. Uh, he's great. I love him to death. Uh, and just he makes sure that my phrasing is always right. He always comes in, and if I'm talking about the paranormal, um. It's this real push pull between whether or not I'm declaring that, you know, these things are real by having an open forum for people to talk about real life experiences where they're trying to elaborate on uh, what exactly they saw by calling it an alien encounter, a ghost uh, experience, a demonic possession. Um, Yeah, it doesn't
0: get back to that filter we were talking about. He's kind of obsessed with like. What kind of filters are you using? What? I demand to know what filters you use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's he's really into like did, has he ever does he know he's into filters or does he is he got a different take on it?
1: He's got filters. He loves thinking, you know. And so if there's not enough thought, he's, then... he's
0: like, I want my my Spock filter on at all times. Oh yeah, that is not logical, Captain. Yeah, yeah. Spock, would you say which which um? Would you, are you more of a Kirk?
1: I'm Bones. a Kirk. I'm a Kirk You're, for sure. You really strike
0: me as a Kirk. I went yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't see you as a Bones. Yeah. Like um you look more open-minded yeah. than Bones. Um but yeah.
1: Yeah, I uh, uh I'm like a dollar store Chris Pine, you know.
0: Dollar store Chris Pine. You know yeah. what? <laughs> I think you're a dollar store Chris Pine under inflation. You're at least yeah. 125 <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Thank Come you. on. <laughs> yeah. Don't give, don't put yourself down yeah. to dollar store levels. Maybe gr- gross out or something. You know? I got yeah. the grocery outlet. That's slang for grocery outlets.
1: Oh, I love that. Gross don't outlet. they have... Do you know those Uh, those other socks on... Are they, are they socks on the uh grocery outlet commercial? No, they're just regular...
0: Um, they have socks on a grocery outlet commercial? Fabric people yeah fabric, they have, fabric people fabric, oh puppets 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 yeah. Yes. yeah you can call other people puppets I just prefer to be called a sock
1: I, yeah I just want to be politically correct you, you know, know to... uh, you
0: have to ask each puppet which is a lot of work which is like uh, um, a lot of work and and honestly uh, I understand when people like call me a puppet I'm like okay we're just gonna, we're gonna... I, <laughs> I might correct you <laughs> if I can yeah, make a joke yeah. out of it but I'm not gonna dwell on it because I'm I'm I got to I got to stay focused on um the Paranormal Open Mic. Where's that happening at?
1: Um I love to talk about it. It's uh at the Siren Song Mondays at 7 uh every Monday. Uh
0: Mondays at 7.
1: Yeah. And yeah. uh it's it's so fun. I think we have a music show one of the upcoming Mondays, but other than that every Monday at 7 that's, we are that's, there.
0: That's awesome. Mondays at okay, so Monday every Monday at the Siren Song at 7. And sometimes there's a music show.
1: There's one coming up. I don't think. Uh, so like tomorrow, we do have a paranormal open mic and we're going over cryptids is the theme.
0: Oh, that's. For anyone who doesn't know out there, that's paranormal animals. Yes. Creatures, beings and such. And honestly, like it's a really blurry line of sometimes you're like, is Bigfoot a cryptid? Because some people are like, are humans animals? Which of course they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, really the question is, are, are then the animals humans, and some of them can be. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so a cryptid is a pretty broad net.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, I got corrected last week uh, thinking that just basically any sort of... Uh um, paranormal creature is a cryptid.
0: Oh, so wait, wait. So there is a correction. So like an
1: alien, I don't think is a cryptid. Well,
0: that's exactly what I was saying. And, but this is like the idea, this is kind of like a mm-hmm. class structure being used within the paranormal, uh, community a uh, not paranormal community because the people who are into paranormal, but you know, the people, <laughs> the people like myself, like socks, you know, yeah. am I a cryptid? I don't know, like maybe that's like, okay, so I admit I'm a cryptid. I'll admit it. (laughs) Uh, That's like the same way that humans should admit they're animals. A human is a kind of animal. They're just a kind of animal that hopefully exercises compassion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they live in big groups. Yeah. So they better be really like, they got to pull out those heartstrings if they're going to function around each other because otherwise they're going to collapse society with distrust and greed and all that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they made religions about it because they were like, no, no, like if you act that way, seriously, we're going to collapse as a community. We're not joking. So I want to make a religion about this quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why all <laughs> the religions agree on like be nice to a certain degree because you're going to blow it if you don't. Trust mm-hmm. me. Yeah yeah
1: yeah the uh it that's what's f- funny too is like investigating the paranormal it's like can we just figure out humans first you yeah. know oh man
0: <laughs> well no i I think that it's an honestly legitimate way to to to, to like figure out humans through through the paranormal because we, the residents of the paranormal dimension, I've never had been so candid about the fact that that's where my, like when the line gets drawn, that's where I land um, as a sock anyway. So that we, the people of the paranormal dimensions, um, we like represent things in your dimension that you guys need to process. We wouldn't be here. You guys make art to figure us and yourselves out.
1: Uh, Yeah. It's exciting too.
0: I, yeah, no, really there would be no society if there was no relationship between the cryptids um, I wonder if there's another term that we can use for cryptids. Cryptid. Uh, I mean, like I think cryptids is the right term, and I think sorry aliens. I'm yeah. sorry aliens. And no, I guess the people who believe in the aliens don't want to admit that they're cryptids because they're no, they're like people. They're yeah. Just but <laughs> but they're like when you're an interdimensional person.
1: Yes. I'm a multi-dimensional person, you well, know. I hope so. I have feelings, you know. Oh, oh I
0: know, right? <laughs> right. I've heard that the fifth dimension is your heart.
1: Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Is um, that you, Bartleby, or is that I st- something you I heard? I stole.
0: I stole it from my producer. Okay. <laughs> I stole that from my producer. I've heard him talking about that. He's like, okay, so fourth dimension's time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and fifth dimension is like your feelings. Yes. And that if you, okay, because there's, okay, this is a really good one. I'm going to tell you this story yeah. real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Einstein was like, hey, let's say we wanted to imagine the entire universe had a whole like structure of infrastructure, like a grid built into it. Like what the scaffolding. Yeah. Okay. And let's say we wanted to make the scaffolds like like out of toothpicks and each toothpick is like a light year long. Right. And so we put a like, they all connect them up, down, X, Y, Z access, bunch everywhere now this isn't really plausible because of the way that gravity and bending of space would make a really warpy grid in the yeah but this is just like this is thought exercise so um the, the you got the whole warpy warpy grid and then einstein was like we put a clock at every single one of the junctions where all the toothpicks meet
1: mm-hmm. and then we
0: wanted to synchronize the clocks so what we do is we flash a light when we start the zero 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 clock and everybody at the um at each of the clocks, you have I, I, the way the way we I, Isaac heard this story told was you have to get an intern at each of the clocks to start the clock. But I think nowadays computers are getting there, unfortunately. Yeah. maybe <laughs> fortunately interns like I, I feel bad for interns. They're the ones getting replaced by. Quote, unquote, artificial, quote, unquote, or not. Wait, where are the quotes? The quotes should be around. <laughs> <so> many quotes. <laughs> the quotes are around the intelligence, <laughs> not the artificial. Yeah. Anyways, so um, <laughs> let me see. Where was I? So, yeah, we start the clocks based on how far <laughs> away you are from the clock that was the original clocks. Everybody has to start their clock at a, at a different time to synchronize the clocks. And we, if you have interns in each of the clocks, you also have to have a mood ring. To feel what (laughs) mood each intern was in, because if they're depressed, they might have started their clock a little late.
1: Yeah. And maybe they're
0: a little anxious and they might have started their clock just a little bit on the, who knows?
1: Couldn't we just run with the assumption that they're all depressed because they're interns and they're not paid well?
0: Uh, that's a really properly, uh, like at a cost saving is- assumption. Again, we're trying to, if we're into the assumption that we have interns and we're trying to save costs, um, then we also have to build into the scenario. Yes, we have, uh, probably skimped out on mood rings for this study, Yeah. yeah. but if we had gotten the mood rings, And ask them to take like journals, like captain's log, intern's log. I just recently got left by my fiance because I seem to be overworked and blah, blah, blah. Like, at least we would have a correlation like to everybody's like reason when they hit the clock button in this completely imaginary scenario where we've got like a network of giant light year sized toothpicks.
1: Toothpicks, yeah.
0: Being managed by interns. Yes. That we obviously got interns, but we're not paying them. This is way too much interns. I'm not paying an
1: intern. The whole universe
0: of interns gridded out. Maybe we should space these um, (laughs) toothpicks a little bigger than just light years.
1: We need toothpick sized interns or else they would just bump all the toothpicks out of the way and Uh we jam the universe full of all these. I mean, either socks are these sock interns or... Just human, anthropomorphic.
0: I that's a good question. Intern
1: cryptids. Let's Is get, there a cryptid get, let's, that's let's the lost intern? This.
0: Let's get cryptids for this. I think there must be a kind of cryptid <laughs> who's like a clock, a clock sitting. We can maybe we can like if we all imagine it hard enough, like if we enough people listen to this episode, and we all imagine there's a kind of cryptid who specifically exists to manage clocks. Oh man, that's an <laughs> Sad crypted.
1: That's that's a uh, clockwork elf, right? I mean, those oh, are a psychedelic.
0: Yeah, thing, there already but... has a crypted for this. A clockwork elf. Those elves love keeping <laughs> things on time. Yeah, man. Well, you know what? We have to. I honestly, we have to assume they've already done it.
1: Yeah, I, you know. Uh, so, like uh, when I worked in one of the local industries, uh, we used to have this thing where we'd connect the uh, the numbers from uh, what was known as metric uh for the for the legal industry, and then we would have to build a backbone for that where it would take our inventory turn it into like this is values a, this of is money. like a machine like a it a was a al- program, a program,
0: a set of algorithms.
1: um it was like a like a spreadsheet, a spreadsheet. so like over on one side you have what product you have okay. and then on the other side, if the government goes, hey, we're taxing you, how much do you have then you have a uh, that accounted for. Do you think for... there are
0: clockwork elves inside of your spreadsheets?
1: Um, i Oh man, there. I you... I can't possibly know, and therefore their existence can't be denied until like I know some. I mean, uh, like, okay,
0: now we have some evidence on this, though. Yeah, because some people have made some open source spreadsheets. Yes, and it turns out they're artificial clockwork elves in the spreadsheets.
1: Oh no! No, but...
0: you can read them. There's open source. This, this, one, this one we have data on. And that's the thing is, once you, once you paranormal yourself into a place where there's totally a set of data. like Did you know reincarnation has a data set?
1: Um, what? <laughs> no. There's a data
0: set for reincarnation. So if there's a data set for reincarnation, that kind of starts putting some of the reincarnation stuff slightly outside of the data set. Like there's a guy, um, Dr. Ian Stevenson. I think that's his name. And Doctor Even Stevenson, he was like, "Hey, anybody tells me they got memories, I'm gonna go talk to them."
1: We uh, we interviewed a baby two weeks ago at our paranormal in, uh, open mic. There was a six month old baby. What's uh, the baby remember? Um, it didn't give us any conclusive response, but we did ask it live if it had any memories from a previous life because it had been born like six months before. So, uh, so they might it's a still lot remember. Closer. Yeah.
0: And if you ask now, maybe the question will be still going through their head in a year when they're really ready to maybe say something.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's really, say so Yeah. I think most people probably be- forget all that stuff before they learn to speak. That yeah. makes sense. So you got to jog their, ma- right when they come out of the window, like yell at them, what do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Tell us quickly.
1: Get and a microphone. Every, every,
0: <laughs> every time they go to the doctor, they're just like, so uh, have you remembered anything yet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. If you tell a baby that it's like Abraham Lincoln reincarnated his no, whole life through, you can't
0: do the planting of the memories. You yeah, have to like just like it's like shaking a, a container when you know when you <laughs> shake things and the heavy things and the, and the light things all separate because you got shimmy shimmy shimmy. Yeah, you got to shimmy 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 their past life memories by just going hey anything yeah hey kid if so, it, yeah if you remember but you have to start asking them from day one so yeah. that they're they know that this is this is something people want to know.
1: Yeah. You got to tell me, six month old baby. You have to tell me, you know? Yeah, no,
0: it's, it's the only thing I. Hey, look, I'll tell you everything about this world, but you need to tell me who who are you? What yeah. happened? What do you remember?
1: Yeah. And until then, we're not teaching you how to do your taxes, no, you know? <laughs> you can't extort them either. You got <laughs>
0: to. Yeah, and do your taxes. No, they don't yeah. teach you how to do your taxes. Anyways, ever. Ever. Yeah. Honestly, though, that's just because the um, lobbyists pay people to make sure that no one does your taxes for you. And no
1: one's telling us their memories. So why would we? You know, know, sometimes
0: (laughs) and when they do, we try to write it down. And there's a data set that says it happens sometimes that sometimes these kids. Oh, and the data set tends from what I've read. Like no one seems to be at least remembering their 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 past life if they're reincarnated more than like 24 months. Like, it's like, there's, like, a time frame. All the people who remember are, like, 24 months or less.
1: Whoa. And then you have to figure out there's
0: a nine-month delay in there um, on average. And and so, like, there's, there's got, and also, there's, there's a certain, like, hundreds of miles. Yeah. So, like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so, what we're talking about is, like, evidence of a spirit, if anything, I imagine, right? Or, uh, Or, would that be.
0: You mean like a soul?
1: Yeah, a soul, a spirit being transferred. Is there some sort of like unit that that measurement is? Like, is that accounting for something, you know, when you see that data?
0: Um, that's a really hard one. Like, because there could just be one soul that just keeps flipping through all the different lifetimes. Yeah. And, and it's just like using the same, the same like point. point. So maybe you're just, everybody's one person. That yeah. could be like, that could be true. Um, there could be a soul or there could be lots of souls or maybe souls are like trees so technically there's one tree but each tree has a branch and each branch has a twig and each twig has a leaf and then you guys are like oh that leaf's a soul Yeah, and you're like the leaf's a soul
1: and then you have like these What's huge that? trees and you just hear the word namaste 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 just like over oh, and over totally. just echoing in I every the, forest i see that you're
0: a leaf connected to the tree that i'm connected <laughs> yeah, to yeah 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 mycelium <laughs> network in the ground and how are we not all eating the same sugar source yeah 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 really we all are no matter what if you want to say sure you're a leaf you're a, and that's maybe like when, when you die your ego dies yeah, maybe not. Like y- you're gonna like the I'm Pete Nelson. Hello, I'm Pete Nelson. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, yeah that, that that's but that's what like dies, and then the other part goes on the on the on the same twig, so to speak, and like or you know like winter comes, the leaves fall. Spring comes, new leaf. I'm the leaf that is sitting here. I'm not. Who am I? But you think you're a new ego, but you're just the same tree.
1: You know, uh, I do a bit about this exact subject, and you know why I'm not a fan of reincarnation. Oh, tell me
0: why are you not a fan of reincarnation?
1: Because I don't want to repeat myself.
0: Oh, <laughs> Pete! That's I'm so glad you're milking this joke in this lifetime.
1: Because <laughs> I know. Next, it's like next gl-
0: lifetime, you're going, I don't want to re-George myself. <laughs> everyone's gonna be like, this guy makes no sense.
1: That's got to be so weird to be like reincarnated into a completely different body. But all your settings, you know, they're like for your previous body. And so like that's karma. Yeah,
0: that's your karma. Like you're like, I'm going to and that's why you're pretty much going to have the same exact not same life, but the same the same ups and downs yeah hopefully you you can you compact them. so like that's why when you're in kindergarten, you might like have a a kindergarten relationship where you're married in kindergarten where like you you know you've ever had one of those like where two yeah. people are like, oh, you see them all the time. two kids reenacting some relationship they had a thousand lifetimes ago, but it's so long ago that now they're just gonna do it in kindergarten, yep yeah, just get it out of the way. Let's. I, yeah. You're you're not fair. Well, I don't. Well, let's get a divorce. Well, fine then. Yeah. And they and and they <laughs> and that was a thousand years ago or a thousand lifetimes ago. Yeah. And now they're ready to do that in kindergarten because they got bigger lessons to learn.
1: And their their lens though from those previous lifetimes wouldn't that affect their relationship back then in a way that they're uh, reinterpreting same, same it now? Yeah. yeah.
0: Same lens. Uh, although the thing is, I think our lens morphs, and the speed with which your lens morphs depends on the. Um, How much compassion you're ready to feel at any given moment. Yeah. Because that's how much you're willing to see somebody else's perspective. Yeah. And then you can be like, oh,
1: that's real joy right there.
0: You, you know what? Maybe you are the same tree as me. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. It's paranormal in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's anything unexplained. That's our rules. Like, what don't we know? That's the, the phrase I always say. What don't we know? Let's talk about that. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Engage yeah. in conjecture.
0: Because well, it just says more about you, yeah. Then because it's like, let's talk about like your friend. Let's talk about our lenses. Yeah. What do you think that is? Because we'll never know. So I want to know what you, beautiful soul, want to pretend it is right now. Yeah. <laughs> because we got to work with this. Like I think that's what Nietzsche was talking about. Since you don't actually know if like there really is a god or if you're just like um like part of a molecule splattering through the universe. Like like you just have to make whatever you feel is true. But the thing is like Artemis called me out on it last week.
1: Oh no. Yeah.
0: Artemis, he says to me, he says to me, you know, um, when you just go making up things and saying that those things are real, um, you're not participating in the same reality as everyone else.
1: You're like sacrificing your soul into the void.
0: Yeah. But maybe, maybe we aren't participating in the same reality as someone else. And that people who wear one kind of lens are more likely to only see things the way of the same people who wear those lenses. And that's where we get that tribalism from.
1: Oh, it's so sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're like, I refuse to, to want to hear how another lens sees the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in that is a real opportunity for growth as an adult, no matter how much older we get, you know, that's been like some of the most rewarding part of my life experiences.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, say that again. That's That's, was-
1: that's, uh, that it, deep. yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like being able to, uh, see the lenses, like, cause people aren't aware of their lenses. That's sort of a lot of people Oh
0: uh, like compassion again. Yes. That's compassion.
1: And to be able to just like try on a different lens, you know, yeah. especially when you've never, uh, experienced that lens or, um, uh, um, Oh gosh, I lost the rest of that thought. No, but
0: like, that's what paranormal open mics about is try on other lenses. We're going to, we, mm-hmm. we're going to invite you to kind of expose what your lens makes sense of this wild ride with, and, and we're going to listen to it with an open mind and go, this is legitimate because, um, I can't disprove you. Yes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so I think that's kind of like, I gotta be honest, the aliens are still cryptids. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> sorry guys I know that they're like no you're the one that's obsessed with fake things I'm obsessed with something that's real that yeah. <laughs> explains the unexplainable and that's not fair because <laughs> that's the same thing as one saying, person saying no my one and only one true God is, not, is better than we are one and only true God yeah Or yeah yeah, so no. it's never, it's, and I think that that we, that doesn't mean that like your God is a bad thing for you. If it's, I heard a great like, one, God is like a fashion accessory. And whether you believe in it or not, it does exist and can help your self-esteem. So like try different hats on, try on a scarf. How do you feel with suspenders? What, what do you like to wear? Do you, have you put on a vest today? How do you, what's, what's that? Do you, have you ever put on a skirt?
1: Am you I know, s- yeah, yeah. Like
0: you just got to try things on, go, mm. Is this for me? Not, not for me. But that doesn't mean people who do wear it are bad people. It just feels good on them because they all have to find a different. It's like the lens that they reproach reality through.
1: That's that's interesting because I, uh, I I involve I'm involved in a lot of burlesque shows, and so in that same lens, like what is it when someone takes their their clothing off? You know, as the I mean, if someone's going to try on beliefs. What happens when you take away all the beliefs and you get left with this bare person or a lack of beliefs and an openness to all of these dimensions.
0: Uh, oh, then the people who are like selling cults come after them. And then the people with snake oil. And then they're like, Oh look, there's a, they say one's born every day. You strip yourself of enough beliefs and you're going to find yourself sipping the wrong Kool-Aid, my friend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a scary world
0: out there. You got to be connected to a community. That's, that's, that's a fact because you're, you are like apes. These apes that live in communities. Um, if you get disconnected from you, that's like why the worst thing that that like a church can do is reject people for discovering who they are. Yeah, and and they're like, well, I've decided the thing that this young person's doing is actually not cool by our religion standards. So we're gonna treat them super weird for being goth. Yeah, and yeah. then that goth kids like you know, you're just pushing them out of the out of the support network. You're not like. Yeah. Like I don't even think like like governments erode themselves when they do unhonest things and and churches when they do unloving things they like they erode the confidence of what they're intended to d- d- do. Like that's what we said earlier about like society. If you're not nice and doing the nice stuff to each other, you destroy society.
1: Yes. Yeah. We are here to treat each other well. That's something I could say probably is not as mysterious and paranormal. You know, like we I feel like I am best uh achieving what i'm here for as existentially is if i'm treating people around me well supporting them and just making them smile and laugh you know like that just if is it just innate purpose of sensation um or is it just uh it just feels right to create a positive thing
0: wow pete you know i love that that all that sentiment You've translated into creating a paranormal open mic yep. where people can come out and open up about like the, the, their their internal selves yeah. in a way that is completely not directed at their internal selves because we're going to talk about cryptids. Well, last week, you uh you you did the thing with the cryptids at yep. the open mic. Yes. That way. That way people listening now don't show up expecting cryptids the next time if they're like, whoa, you know, time, we got a time anomaly going on with the podcast. Time the
1: travel is one of the things that we cover as well. So if you want to come in tomorrow after hearing this next week, please do and let oh. us know how your experience was traveling through time.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely have experienced some time anomaly.
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So um, I think I think this is a good moment. If Artemis was here, he'd be so excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is the moment where we wrap it up.
1: Hell yeah! Yeah,
0: so um, thanks a lot for for um, coming in, Pete. Oh,
1: this I is can- so exciting! Please consider having me back in the future. I you had a what? blast. This
0: was this was so fun that, um, and I lost my brother, so I might have to take you up on that again because I I. I flounder without somebody to bounce off of.
1: How is Artemis in difference to you, Bartleby? Is Artemis gonna give me like a, a real hard time, or is Artemis uh, more into time travel? Am I detecting or?
0: Um, yeah, he's a little more spockish. Okay. Um, to my Kirk. Okay. Um, I'm also a little bit of a tribble. Okay. Well.
1: I can see yeah, it in Yeah, I do. I
0: do tribble and Kirk simultaneously. Yep. <laughs> um, so he's he's more of an introvert. That's why. He thinks this whole podcast is a bad idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. so thank you so much for coming in, Pete.
1: dude, this is a blast. I love it. I'm uh. gonna
0: come see you at the open mic um if I can arrange my 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 handlers to uh, get me around because I got dimensions I'm usually in I'm slipping through drawers all the time I believe that socks get lost you know how we do oh but I but I'll do. try to get lost in your direction
1: yeah yeah please do you can co-host if you ever make it out we got extra microphones I think we have three or four set up at any am, given
0: time I'm honored I'm honored and flattered and, all of the, and, and laundered and all of those <laughs> things um, <laughs> thank you so much so I just want to say as we come out that um, Metacosmos is a production in association with Humboldt Hot Air Thanks, Humble Hot air It's really great. You can always listen to something good at HumbleHotAir.org. And it's produced by Isaac Bluefoot. And Isaac Bluefoot also does um our other podcast, the Kinetic Paranormal Society podcast. Just Kinetic Paranormal Society. And then you can hear like our adventures. And if Artemis was here, he'd say don't. But yeah. <laughs> he's not here right now. So definitely do. Don't listen to him about not listening to that. That's a great thing. And, um, yeah, and listen to Isaac's podcast, I'm um, Son of Al, an authorized biography of Clark Kent, and get yourself a deck of Omen Quest cards at omenquestcards.com. I hope the website's fixed already.
1: Those are important, too. I love that product is the Omen Quest oh, cards man, that you I do. Oh, I wanted to
0: play with you. You're coming back for sure. I would love, yeah, Okay, yeah, we're yeah, coming. Do. We're going to play Omen Quest. It's going to be awesome. Okay, well, thank you all so much. You're all so wonderful. You're a dream, an absolute dream. I love you. Love you guys. It's over, Artemis. You can come back now. I don't believe you.